Hello and welcome to the Mountain Brook Baptist Project 119 Bible Reading Plan Podcast. I'm Mary and it's my pleasure to join you in reading God's Word. Today is Tuesday, March 14th. We're starting a new subsection entitled Rebellion in the Wilderness. Though God redeems Israel and shows them how to live, God's people choose to disobey Him, which results in judgment. They wander in the wilderness before finally entering the land promised to Abraham. Today we'll be reading Numbers chapter 11, and this is about the manna and the quail. When I first started reading it in verse 4, the word rabble came up. Um, The people who were um, complaining were called the rabble. I thought about that term ramblers, but I've never heard of people being called rabble. So um, as I read, I want you to think about what it means to complain against the Lord. And is that something that you wrestle with in your heart? And then we're going to learn about two prophets, Eldad and Medad, and how they were prophesying outside the tent. You may be surprised how Moses responds to them prophesying. We'll talk about that at the end as well. Numbers chapter 11, starting in verse 4. The rabble with them began to crave other food. And again, the Israelites started wailing and said, If only we had meat to eat. We remember the fish we ate in Egypt at no cost. Also the cucumbers, melons, leeks, onions, and garlic. But now we have lost our appetite. We never see anything but this manna. The manna was like coriander seed and looked like resin. The people went around gathering it and then ground it at a hand mill or crushed it in a mortar. They cooked it in a pot or made it into cakes, and it tasted like something made with olive oil. When the dew settled on the camp at night, the manna also came down. Moses heard the people of every family wailing, each at the entrance to his tent. The Lord became exceedingly angry, and Moses was troubled. He asked the Lord, Why have you brought this trouble on your servant? What have I done to displease you that you put the burden of all these people on me? Did I conceive all these people? Did I give them birth? Why do you tell me to carry them in my arms as a nurse carries an infant to the land you promised on oath to their forefathers? Where can I get meat for all these people? They keep wailing at me. Give us meat to eat. I cannot carry all of these people by myself. The burden is too heavy for me. If this is how you're going to treat me, please go ahead and kill me. If I have found favor in your eyes, and do not let me face my own ruin. The Lord said to Moses, Bring me seventy of Israel's elders who are known to you as leaders and officials among the people. Have them come to the tent of meeting, that they may stand there with you. I will come down and speak with you there, and I will take some of the power of the Spirit that is on you and put it on them. They will share the burden of the people with you so that you will not have to carry it alone. Tell the people, Consecrate yourselves in preparation for tomorrow when you will eat meat. The Lord heard you when you wailed. If only we had meat to eat, we were better off in Egypt. 
Now the Lord will give you meat and you will eat it. You will not eat it for just one day or two days or five, ten, or twenty days, but for a whole month until it comes out of your nostrils and you loathe it because you have rejected the Lord who is among you and have wailed before him saying, Why did we ever leave Egypt? But Moses said, Here I am among 600,000 men on foot, and you say, I will give them meat to eat for a whole month? Would they have enough if all the fish in the sea were caught for them? The Lord answered Moses, Is the Lord's arm too short? Now you will see whether or not what I say will come true for you. So Moses went out and told the people what the Lord had said. He brought together 70 of their elders and had them stand around the tent. Then the Lord came down in a cloud and spoke with him. And he took some of the power of the Spirit that was on him and put it on the 70 elders. When the Spirit rested on them, they prophesied, but did not do so again. However, two men, whose names were Eldad and Medad, had remained in the camp. They were listed among the elders, but did not go out to the tent. Yet the Spirit also rested on them, and they prophesied in the camp. A young man ran and told Moses, Eldad and Medad are prophesying in the camp. Moses, son of Nun, who had been Moses' aide since youth, spoke up and said, Moses, my Lord, stop them. But Moses replied, Are you jealous for my sake? I wish that all the Lord's people were prophets and that the Lord would put his spirit on them. Then Moses and the elders of Israel returned to the camp. Now a wind went down from the Lord and drove quail in from the sea. It scattered them up to two cubits deep all around the camp, as far as a day's walk in any direction. All that day and night and all the next day, the people went out and gathered quail. No one gathered less than ten homers. Then they spread them out all around the camp. But while the meat was still between their teeth and before it could be consumed, the anger of the Lord burned against the people, and he struck them with a severe plague. Therefore, the place was named Kibroth Hetavah. Because there they buried the people who had craved other food. From Kibroth Hetavah, the people traveled to Hazaroth and stayed there. Thank you for listening along as we read God's Word together. There is so much in this passage I want to talk about, and I just can't do it justice. First of all, can you believe how, how Moses talked with the Lord? I was shocked by it in verse 15. If this is how you're going to treat me, uh, Moses is feeling pretty put out with the Lord. Um, He's frustrated and he feels like he is having to bear the weight of all the people around him. But he really doesn't. It's the Lord's work, but he feels it. And I just noticed that Moses is very honest with him. Then the Lord says, Bring 70 together, and they'll be prophets as well. And then on down about verse 23, the Lord and Moses are talking, and Moses is doubting God, even after the Red Sea, right? And he's saying, how are you going to feed all these people? I can't feed all these people. 
And how does the Lord respond? Verse 23, is the Lord's arm too short? Now you will see whether or not what I say will come true for you. What is it in your life where you're thinking, how in the Lord, how Lord can you ever supply? There's, there's not enough. It's impossible. Maybe the Lord's word for us today is, is the Lord's arm too short? And then with Eldad and Medad, this is such an interesting story, right? They are part of these elders, but they don't come to the tent and they prophesy anyway. And Moses is like, um, I mean, Joshua's like, Moses, hey, stop them. But Moses realizes that it is a beautiful thing that the Spirit of God is on these different elders. And when we get to the New Testament, we see that all believers have the Spirit of God in them. We're not all prophets. We don't all prophesy. But the Spirit of God is, is dwelling with us. And so I'm just so grateful for that. Will you pray with me? Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for providing manna and quail. And thank you for providing for us. Help us never to um, talk badly about your provision in our lives. Help us, Lord, to accept what you give us. And while you, you allow us to pray for more, Lord, help us to be careful not to pray in a way that discounts what you've already done for us. I pray, Lord, that your spirit would land on us, that we would be a people who could prophesy, that speak forth truth about who you are. Also, Lord, help us to be a kingdom of priests and a holy nation, those who live according to your ways and intercede for others. And then finally, Lord, help us to be a people who bring justice and equity in the earth. We love you and we pray all of this in Christ's name. Amen. Amen.